Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders at ucsonline.org. Today is Wednesday. It is the 3rd of January. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Iowa's chapter of March for Our Lives is asking state lawmakers to make three changes to gun laws this year to help reduce gun violence. IPR's Katarina Sestarik has more. The high school students who lead March for Our Lives Iowa say their first priority is for lawmakers to establish extreme risk protection orders. These laws in other states allow law enforcement to temporarily remove guns from a person who's at high risk of harming themselves or others. March for Our Lives is also asking Iowa legislators to close loopholes that can allow domestic abusers to access guns. They also say Iowans should be required to tell police if their guns are lost or stolen. Trey Jackson is the group's director of legislative affairs. He says Iowa communities and schools need to be protected from weak firearm laws. The youth of this state are ready to pass gun violence protection legislation. We have waited far too long for action to be taken. The Republican majority legislature has expanded access to guns in recent years. One local official wants changes at the state training school for boys in Eldora. Hardin County Supervisor B.J. Hoffman says the school should no longer be part of the Iowa Department of Health and Human Services. We've asked the, the state of Iowa transition the state training school to office of the Department of Corrections and put some actual security out there that, where they can stand up and not take a beating from these young men and their be some consequences. Minors who've committed crimes and declared delinquent in juvenile court are placed at the state training school. Hoffman says Hardin County taxpayers have been footing the bill for the response when juveniles at the facility get violent. A new analysis has found abortion bans have led to an increase in birth rates in some states with varying degrees. More from SideFX Public Media's Morgan Watkins. Researchers analyzed 13 states where almost all abortions were effectively outlawed between January and June of 2023. They used statistics to estimate how the bans affected birth rates. Missouri had the smallest increase in births related to its abortion ban, at 0.4%. Other states, like Kentucky and Texas, had higher increases. But why? The research suggests one factor is that people in some states are farther from the nearest legal abortion clinic. Economics professor Mayra Pineda-Torres co-authored the research. She says how abortion bans affect birth rates could change over time. Policy changes will continue happening all across states. So that may contribute to a change in uh, the impacts that bans can have on births. For example, Indiana's near-total abortion ban didn't take effect until this past August. As auto dealerships across Iowa flipped their calendars, some of their electric vehicles lost access to a $7,500 federal tax credit. The Inflation Reduction Act aims to shift battery production from China and incentivize production in the U.S., Now, cars with Chinese-made batteries like the Tesla Model 3 rear-wheel drive are not eligible for the credit. Bruce Anderson is president of the Iowa Automobile Dealers Association. He says the regulatory hiccup will have a short-term effect on buyers, but he anticipates EVs becoming more available across the state. So they're they're there and they're ready and they've been getting ready for the past, uh, frankly, couple of years. Um, But the, uh, the credit piece is is changing. The list of vehicles eligible for the tax credit decreased from 43 to 19. Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis says the use of eminent domain in projects like the Keystone XL oil pipeline is legitimate because the production of energy serves a public use. 
The Iowa Capitol Dispatch reports he was speaking at a televised town hall in Council Bluffs yesterday. DeSantis did not comment specifically on the possible use of eminent domain for carbon capture pipelines in Iowa. He did say he opposes expansive eminent domain use and supports private property rights. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Line takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Line wherever you get your podcasts.